Hey, Reese, Bips, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another Mavs Outsiders post-game recap. I'm Maurice Williams, a.k.a. Mind of Reese, joined as always by my co-host, Michael Bibbins, a.k.a. Bibbs, a.k.a. Bibbs Corner. Uh, at this point, y'all know where to find us. If not, I'll tell y'all in the next episode. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, the Dallas Mavericks... Um, Dropped the home game today against the Cleveland Cavaliers, convincingly, uh, so to speak, 105 to 90. Um, not going to lie, this, I mean, there were points in the game, specifically speaking, the second quarter. I believe it was the second quarter. I believe the first quarter was already over. Or oh, I could be mistaken. Uh, actually, let me check. I can check. Um, yeah, it was the second quarter. Uh, where they started to make it a little closer. And you probably started to think to yourself, all right, we got a game now. No, you don't. No, you don't. This never looks like a game to me. Um, Cleveland Cavaliers are clearly a superior team. I don't think we needed to play them for people to know that. Uh, But we could have played better body language from the beginning just just it just wasn't there uh going up against a team that's better than you it's expected in the nba it's gonna happen but at least come out with some fire at least come out with some effort uh they started to show some fight in the second half towards the end but the game was already over at that point uh the deficit was already too big and i couldn't see a defensive team like the Cleveland cavaliers giving up a lead like that to the mavericks uh, what's your thoughts on the game? Actually, before you give your thoughts on the game. Yeah, what's your thoughts on the game? Because <laughs> I, <tried to, laughs> I tried to save it because I seen you get up and I'm like, shit, I got to keep going. <laughs> no, I forgot my, uh, com- my my TV wasn't on mute and Luca just came to the podium. I didn't want him talking in the background. So, okay. What are my thoughts on the game? That's crazy. The press conference hasn't come up on my TV yet. Yeah, just I didn't I didn't even realize it was coming because I this, I was in here just in quiet reflection. Um, my thoughts on the game. Yeah, Luca checked out very early. Um, yeah, I knew it was going to be a long night when I watched Dorian Finney Smith miss a layup. Luca missed a couple layups early. Frank missed a couple layups. Then Luca missed another layup. Luca almost kicked the stanchion after his second miss or third miss layup. Uh, Luca didn't dap up Dwight when he went to the bench one time when dap, Dwight tried to dap him up. Uh, a lot of moping behind the play. It, it, the vibes, like you said, were not <clears throat> were not great in this one. Uh, but you know they they continue to fight. They continue to try and. They made it a competitive game, sort of. Uh, it was another one of those games where Jason Kidd saw that we were getting our asses clapped, like primed. T- Never mind. Yeah, um, Donnie, Donnie, don't, don't, because I feel like I know where you was going with that. I, I heard the first enunciation, and I'm like, bro, don't even do it. Don't do it, man. 
It ain't. Um, Don't do it. Um, and so he decided to play Christian Woodmore. And I know I've seen people flexing this. Oh, when Christian Wood plays over X, Y, Z minutes, the Mavs lose, blah, blah, blah. But the truth behind that statistic is that Jason Kidd only plays Christian Wood more when we're getting handled and can't score. And so he puts Christian Wood in there to go out and score some points and make the game look more competitive. And then people want to use that as a statistic to blame Christian Wood somehow. I, I don't understand it personally. You, know, you, you realize how bad of a head coach you got to be if your idea is, oh, man, we're down. Let's play another guy who can get buckets as opposed to just fucking playing him anyway. Seems seems like a simple idea, in my opinion. At this um, point, I don't know if I want us to trade for anybody. Are they going to fucking play? I'm almost <laughs> to that point where I don't even care. Like, I just show up for this, and then I'll just record whatever afterward, and it is what it is. If Christian Wood can't play, you uh, is John Collins going to play? Spencer Dinwiddie was minus 30. Christian Wood was plus 9. Frank was plus 10. So that's the swing that you're looking at for a 40 point swing between two players is insane. Two players who both played over 30 minutes, a 40 point swing. Yo, a minus 30 is nasty business. Insane. Like for an NBA player to have minus 30. What the? You will not be getting the Mavs outside of Zunsung Air Roll Ward this week, sir. <laughs> um, to be completely transparent, Luca was minus 20 himself. Um, he played 40 minutes. Minus 30, minus 20. The white was minus 15. The whole starting lineup. Tim Hardaway Jr. was minus 17, and DFS was minus 17. Dwight Powell was minus 15 in less than 12 minutes. The only players off, I'm not going to count the, I'm not going to count Hardy, Dorsey, Pinson, and McKinley Wright because they played the garbage time minutes. But So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to count those. But, yeah, Frank and Wood were the only two that had positive plus minuses. Yeah. I don't enjoy being smarter than the Mavs coach. I would enjoy that Mavs Twitter is smarter than the Mavs coach. I'm ashamed that we have more sense than him as a coach. And I have no hope. I, I was talking to somebody earlier, like somebody mentioned, you know, uh, you know, our coach should simply play the the best players. And it's like, or, or one day our coach will get around to playing his best players the most minutes. I'm like, nah, nah, I, I don't have any hope that that's ever going to occur. That's I have no reason to believe that's ever going to happen. I wanted Christian Wood to finish the season out here because regardless of what people say, I believe he can do well on this team. He's just not put in a position to do so at all. But at this point, it's it's no point. If this is how you're going to treat him, you might as well trade him. Yeah, and it's sad because I genuinely believe he's having a great time. Um, I genuinely believe he's bought in. I genuinely believe he wants to do the right thing so much so that he's second guessing himself on wide open shots. 
Yeah. And I've been there where you don't get the minutes you think you should get where other people, I had a situation and I, I don't, I don't like bringing myself into the stuff, but just to kind of put a mentality idea on it. I was coming off the bench in eighth grade, the year I moved to South Carolina. I'd been a starter all my life. Didn't know what coming off the bench was thought, you know, I'll just go out here and ball out and eventually I'll get that starting job. And I knew I was better than the dude that was starting. Uh, But when I would get in, I would be trying to do too much. I would be trying to get every bucket. I'd be trying to get every assist. I'd be trying to get every steal and it didn't always go perfectly. However, sometimes it went amazingly so much so that somebody else's mom went up to the coach after a game and said, why is that boy not playing more? My mom wouldn't do that because she probably didn't realize the situation, but like you start to get in your own head. So I'm watching Christian Wood. The first few games he came out, every shot was going up and he was hitting them. He was getting buckets. Now I'm seeing him come out here and he's making extra passes where there aren't extra passes because he thinks, you know, maybe me getting buckets wasn't the answer. Maybe I need to be more of a team player and he's overdoing it. And that's just bad. Like, I hate that he's in that position personally. He should be able to go out there and play his game and and not feel like, you know, oh, this wide open three. What if I pass it to Dorian Finney-Smith? He also could have an open three. No, you're the shooter. He's not that he's not that guy. You are. And you're you're slowly breaking him as a player, um, as a player. And. Um, again, I think there was a report that came out about how he, he loves the team. He loves how connected everybody is. He loves how the, the fans are treating him. Like he's having a great time. Uh, I know uh, sources are telling us that his people don't necessarily enjoy what's happening with him, but he himself appears to be having a blast as a Dallas Maverick. And while I may or may not feel like he needs to be a Dallas Maverick long-term, I have no reason to believe he would be a Dallas Maverick long-term. He's an unrestricted free agent. I have to treat him as such. If Jason Kidd is married to the idea of him being a guy that you break in case of emergency, then we have to trade him. And uh, it is what it is. It, it sucks that I can't see him start with Luca to make the decision of whether or not we should really push to try to get him a new contract and trust the process, if you will. But because that doesn't appear to be happening, I, 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 we have to trade him. It is what it is. And again, I'm personally impressed by what I've seen from him this year. And I hope that whatever ends up happening, if he does miraculously stay here on a decent contract or whether he goes to another team that I hope, his uh, career continues to trend in the right direction as it appears to be. I just, I hope this doesn't negatively affect his reputation in any way because his reputation already took a hit, whether you think it was justified or not, um, in the Houston situation. And coming here, he's been nothing but a team player. He's done nothing but accept his role, even though... And when we first got him, there were Mavs fans saying, oh, he's this, he's that. When it was said that he'd come off the bench, everybody was like, oh, he's this, he's that. He's done nothing but accept his role. In my opinion, he's excelled in his role. He's done everything asked of him. As far as I know, no complaints. He's good with his teammates, and he's just not. Why is the white pile still starting? Why? Like, cool, the white had a little stretch. 
JaVale fucking sucks. Dwight had a little stretch. He played better than him. Dwight earned the starting spot. Has Christian Wood not earned the starting spot? Someone give me a reason. Okay. If you're for Dwight Powell starting over Christian Wood, I want you to tweet the Mavs Outsiders Twitter account and give me a reason why Dwight Powell is still starting over Christian Wood. And if your fucking reason is, oh, well, Dwight can switch on defense, fuck out of here. Like, I'm sold. Oh, Dwight fits the defensive scheme. We type, we like to run. Dwight Powell's not fucking Grant Williams or Jaron Jackson or Brandon Clark or some shit. Like, he's better than JaVale McGee at it. Of course, the bar is low on that. But at some point, what Christian Wood brings to the table is much more important. And it's nothing against Dwight. I'm not saying get Dwight out of the rotation. I'm saying get him out of the fucking starting lineup. Why we got somebody in a starting lineup who's going to play like 15 minutes at times? You know Just bring crazy? him off the bench. You know what's crazy? <clears throat> Speaking of starting lineup and guys not doing anything, uh, I don't know why I felt like Dorian Finney-Smith had a respectable game early on. And then I checked, and he had seven points. He He absolutely did not have a respectable game. I knew he started out rough, and then I thought he started getting it going. I was like, all right, Dorian's getting loosened up. And now I'm looking, and I'm like. Two for eight from the field, two for seven from three. Yeah. I think he hit two in a row. I think that was what it was. Yeah, I remember that. And then he just continued to break after that. Tim Hardaway Jr., a three-point game, like, for fucking what? Why is he? he why is he out there? Why is he playing 31 minutes if he's not scoring? What are we doing, man? One for five? What how, was he clamped? Like what, what was going on? Man. Was he a decoy? A decoy for what? I, I don't know. For Luca to have one less defender. I, I don't I don't understand. Like logically. It makes absolutely no sense to me that Tim Hardaway Jr., whose only benefit as a player is shooting the ball, took five shots, only made one, and still managed to play 31 minutes like we don't have anybody else on the roster that can potentially go out there and get a bucket. If you're a shot, Tim Hardaway Jr. is known to be a shot chucker. For better or for worse, that's his role, a volume shooter. If a volume shooter is playing 31 minutes and took five shots. You're worthless, brother. You're not three and D. You're a shot chucker. Chuck them bitches. Simple as that. And I hate I I hate the rewind, but fuck, I gotta go back to it. Christian Wood only played 35 fucking minutes because the white pile played like what 13? Like 1150, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> Maxi is out. And they're not going to fucking play JaVale McGee unless he's out, too. The fact that we're going against a too-big lineup and you still can't play JaVale McGee says a lot. Says a lot. A lot. And not in a good way. I always tell people, I wasn't against the JaVale McGee signing. I just don't like the contract. He should have been a minimum contract. If he wanted more, we got strong arm by JaVal McGee. Strong arm. Drumming minimum. 
DeAndre, however you feel about him, minimal. Whiteside, free agent. Dwight Howard. Nihau. <laughs> but JaVal McGee. The white way to fuck, he belong, man. JaVal McGee. My eyes started twitching just now. Was able to say, I ain't signing for no minimum. Y'all going to give me the mid-level exception three years and make that third year a player option, fool. And we said, okay, JaVale. JaVale got that Matter contract. of fact, give me that starting job, too. And announce that on the podium. I need that. And we rolled over. JaVale McGee got that contract because Chris Paul and Devin Booker did a damn good job last season at making their bigs look good. They got Bismack Biombo back into the NBA. We got to have the dumb front office. We got to have the dumb coach. It is very hard to be a Dallas Maverick fan right now. Oh, very hard. It is hard. I am low-key thinking about going full Isaac Harris. What, what, what you mean? This ain't my team. I just got a podcast about them and make money off of them. <laughs> I'm very close. Hey, man. Go Blazers. Dallas Maverick fans. The NBA season is heating up. And there's still so many unknown possibilities. I mean, we're really only in the first quarter of the season still. Luka is racing up the MVP ladder at the top right now, but I guess it's depending on who you ask. But anything can happen. You can go on DraftKings Sportsbook and make predictions on MVP award. Maybe you think Luka Doncic is going to be MVP. Maybe you think Jason Tatum will be MVP. Sixth man of the year. It's Christian Wood making a case. Maybe it's Benedict Matherin, the young rookie. First rookie to win sixth man of the year says Ben Gordon, possibly. Anything can happen. Most improved player, the way the NBA is shaping up this year, it's a lot of options. When I'm looking to get into action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, Everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, total points, maybe the over-under on total team points, and much more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. Now, be smart about it. Don't You got to add legs, but be smart about your bets. Don't go into this doing an eight-leg parlay with Kevin Durant to score 15 points, Luka Doncic to score 10 points, Luka Doncic to get five assists. You're not going to win much money like that. You got to bet big. Go big or go home. Me, I go home a lot. I tend to do these eight-leg parlays, and and, and, and they fail terribly. Uh, y'all heard my rant about Alperon Shingun. 
um, just a few days ago, which I'm still hurt about because I would still have that $249. But hey, you live to bet another day. Bars. Just download the app now. Sign up with code TBPN. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Nico. You got to the end of this seat. You got to the end of the next offseason before I start asking you to go fucking sell shoes again. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I ain't even oh, gonna... the, fa- the fact that I feel like I don't know if it was a report or what I saw where it was basically saying that he had to catch up on talent evaluation. What? I love how. I love how people was like, yeah, he worked for Nike. He got the connections and we can get players on the team like JaVale McGee. Is JaVale McGee a fucking Nike athlete? Because all this tells you, all this tells you, like literally Nico Harrison is learning on the job. Anybody can do this job. Anybody. You don't have to have some specific qualification. You just got to know the right people like Nico Harrison knew the right people. That job that you think you're not qualified for, apply for that today. Be inspired by this. Because we have multiple people at high-level positions in the Dallas Mavericks organization who are not qualified for their jobs. We hire someone to run our team who we're saying needs to learn how to evaluate talent. Our coach had two previous jobs he did not last more than two years at, which is insane. You signed four or five-year contracts. You didn't make it to the end of four or five years at neither one of those previous stops. You go be an assistant. We give you another job off of the strength of you dribbling a ball for some time. Even though we have evidence that you can't run a team, you still get another opportunity off the strength of you having played on this particular team at one point in your life. I should go call my first job out of college and tell them to make me the CEO. Despite multiple failed attempts at running companies. Let me run this one because I was here when things started going well for y'all. This is I I don't I, I don't know. I don't have the energy. I was dreading having to finish that game so I could talk about it in the first quarter. Just start our best players, man. That's really all I fucking ask. I ain't asking for much. Start our fucking best players and go get Bojan Bogdanovic because he should have never been a piston to fucking begin with. If I felt like we were putting our best foot forward every night and just losing, 
I, I could live with that, but I don't. And, and if y'all tanking, then tank. Like, don't half-ass tank it. Go full tank if you're going to fucking tank. Because this fall off is bad. Uh, we're going to continue to tread water, probably. <clears throat> the rest of the year. And it just has to be what it has to be, I guess. He really went up against a too big lineup with a seven-footer on the roster and didn't play that motherfucker, boy. We went small at one point. What choice did we have? <laughs> Christian Wood can't play all the minutes. And what pisses me off is that when Maxi comes back, his minutes are going to go back down to like 22, 23. Or he's going to end up injured again because we're making him take all the abuse. Yeah. Because our front office is run by a guy who was told who to sign based on who was popular and not who was good at basketball. JaVale McGee ain't even popular. That that was a Jason Kidd signing. Because he was with the Lakers. I just... All right, man. God um, bless him. I, I would love to wake up to a trade. Wait, 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 waking up to a trade. I would Come love up. to wake up to a trade. Talking about because of the December 15th thing? December 15th. Matter yeah. of fact, if it's a trade from another team, I'd be glad to see it. Just, got, just so I can be reminded that other teams are doing things. I don't want to be reminded that other teams are doing things because I'm going to be reminded that mine ain't doing shit. <laughs> I don't Maybe need to that's be why JaVale ain't played tonight. Maybe they like, man, we we trading this motherfucker. Don't even play him. He might get hurt. Hey, I talked to Pel. I talked to uh, Pelicans fan into taking uh, JaVale for Jackson Hayes. So uh, sources tell me that the Pelicans are interested. I'm sorry. Why did Kimball Walker get a DNP? Hey, you tried to you speaking too logically now. We just talked about Tim Hardaway Jr. playing 30 minutes and scoring three points. Like, bro. I wasn't just referring to Jaden Hardy. We could have played Jaden, we could have played Kemba, but no. We had to play Tim. Telling me Kemba Walker can't go out there and play 30 minutes and get more than three points. Come on, I didn't even need 30. I just need five. Can I get five minutes of Kemba or Hardy so I can see something different? But no, I gotta watch Tim play all 30 of the minutes and score three points. We can't try anything different. Tim, Tim couldn't have been cut down to 20. And, and Jaden Hardy or Kimba get the other 10. We couldn't do that. That's too much to ask. We got to dance with the girl we came with. Because she got us, uh, she got us to the, the semifinals the previous year. Even though she, she her, her hips are not as what they used to be. Her knees ain't what they used to be. And she, when she spins, she triple a little bit. We got to stick with the chick we came with. So whatever, man. Shout out to Shams, by the way. All right. Well, we got a game Friday against Portland. That's at home as well. I'm not going to lie. That's most likely an L, but we'll see. Uh, and then we got Cleveland to get on a back. The night after we play Portland, we got to go to Cleveland to play them. Like, Woo! This is going to be a fun week, boy. 
Yeah, man. We same. beat the thunder. We did beat the thunder, yeah. Yeah, we beat the thunder. Beat the thunder loss to the Cavs. <sighs> Might be the only win we got this week. Yeah, I was gonna say I thought we would win this this first Cavs game and lose the second one. We going up to Cleveland, I'm not feeling good about that. Not Especially after we just got dunked on 20 times by the Blazers the previous night, allowed Anthony and, and Dame to combine for 50 to 60 points. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be rough. Uh I'm not looking forward to it, but unfortunately, win or lose, we will be here doing this podcast. Um Unless you have anything else to add, I'll start to close this out. Yeah, we can close this out. I know you got to sleep and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like I said, definitely not looking forward. I would feel a little better about the next Cavs game if it wasn't, after, it was, if it wasn't a back-to-back night. But, yeah, uh, I guess we'll see Friday if the Mavs can bounce back against Portland Trail Blazers. We'll see if Maxi is back. I don't expect Josh to be back. Um, just I, I'm a repeat. I'm a continuously tell y'all: don't stress yourself out about this team. It's just basketball. At the end of the day, uh, we'll see y'all Friday for post game recap. Peace. Of course, I can't get my buttons to work. Peace. <laughs>